gentlemen, shall we cheers to Absolutely. the recovery of <coughs> the mononucleosis of the herpes of the AIDS? This is So are we rolling, Jimmy? Not even. Not even. Thank you for that. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. What's up? 2020 Uno. Awesome. It is the Metal Nerdery Boys. Back with you in this brand new year, which hopefully is not as much of a dumpster fire as last year was. Anyway, it is the Billiam. What's up? The Russell. Hey. Sick boy. <laughs> and the Wheeler. Post-COVID Russell. Post-COVID Russell. Yeah. I was, I was going to lie and just say that anytime you cough, it's like, dude, we got some really killer relaxers over here at the Metal Nerdery HQ. <laughs> but I wasn't going to do that. Word. Yeah, so we missed last week because uh, yeah. Rusty here had some COVID. Yeah, I got the, I had the Rona. The yeah. Rona? Yeah. It was, uh, was it everything you thought it would be? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, luckily I had a mild version apparently, but yeah, it That's was, good. yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was, um, I had somebody else that I knew that had it kind of told me everything that they went through and I, it was almost identical. To really? Me. First day was a fever. Second day was aches and pains and which Tylenol, if anybody out there, uh, hearing this gets the COVID Tylenol fixes that body ache thing pretty good. So does oxycodone, by the way. Easy now. <laughs> and, uh, and then the third day is when the uh, taste and smell go away. And uh, it's it happened exactly to my friend the same way it happened to me. And, uh, and then after that, it's just like you're tired, you know, weak, tired for a week. So when you lost your sense of smell and taste, was it kind of like when you get like a sinus infection, like pre-COVID, when, oh, your sinuses and snouts all stopped up? Well, I've been sick before where like your uh, <laughs> food Sorry. and everything tastes weird. Right. That ain't this. Uh, was you it don't like taste, taste anything. nothing? Nothing. So literally like putting a whole wad of... Whatever in your mouth, it's like nope. It tastes like it tastes like blotter paper I with no won, acid on it. I could have won a hot wings contest, no problem. Really? Oh yeah, I could uh, Dude, drink moonshine. Anybody like water. that's out there, if you're listening, I know you're listening because our numbers keep going up. But if you're listening. If you get COVID, try that. Go for a fucking hot wings competition. Yeah. Call up the dude from the, what's the insane food guy? The guy that eats fucking everything and hates himself later. Oh, I know you're talking about cameras. Yeah. The competitive eating dude. Yeah. Have that fucking dude get COVID. Just shoot him right up with it. You know, right in his nuts. You probably don't feel like it though. Yeah. But, and that's where you give him some, you know. I don't know, weed laced with cocaine for the energy and the munchies. And then that way they can actually. Maybe some mushrooms for some laughter, and then mix all that in, <laughs> and then they could eat like you know five hundred like ghost pepper wings. There you so. go. So anyway, I got a my negative test today. Excellent. Yeah, um, I'm excited. That was that your, I get to leave the house now. That was your second negative, right? Uh, first, first negative. Yeah, uh-huh. I had a the third day. Two days after my symptoms started, I tested positive. Ten days after the symptoms started, I tested positive. And then 14 days after symptoms started, I tested negative. So, 
Good deal. Which they told me when I went Wednesday, the guy said, if you probably waited till tomorrow, you would have tested negative. And yeah. he's like, you know, he said, if once the symptoms are gone, you're not contagious, you know, but I was never That's sneezing good. or coughing a lot or anything like that. It wasn't like, you know, a cold. Right. It was just weird. So I felt like I was drugged. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, that's what you'd said. I think I felt like I got had. a bad batch of something. Is mm-hmm. what it felt like most of the time. Kind of like yeah. a bad batch of, you know. Normally, I would enjoy this, but I really didn't enjoy this. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, kind of like a bad, Anyhow, bad ass yeah. man. So, I'm free. I can I can do things again. Good deal. Yeah, I was Ready almost to go back to work. Yeah, <laughs> I was almost half selfishly, kind half selfishly, not all the way selfishly, just half. 50%, half-ass, one cheek. I was one cheek selfishly hoping that Russell would have kind of the wheezy thing going on with laughter. Just just a little. <laughs> just, Sorry just, to just a little. Sorry to Wheezy. <laughs> yeah, I never had the breathing problem. That's good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. So, Very good. Family's good. Family's good. good they've, they've tested negative the whole time. So. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe it's just their outlook's negative. Maybe they could be positive they if they tested again. Positive. I don't know. Well, today... Yeah, what's on the docket there, tough guy? Tough guy. Tough guy. Hey, you tough guy. Today, we wanted to uh, start the year off right with uh, a little overview discussion about probably the most incredible, probably one of the most pivotal years in Thrash, for sure, the 1986. Because there was a whole shit ton of fucking awesome thrash bands in 1986 and a bunch of awesome thrash albums in 1986, Backshadowing, which will be sort of a nice segue or segue, depending on how you pronounce it, into the next few episodes we do. So today we're jumping into the year, the year in metal 1986 and holy COVID balls, there was a whole lot of good shit in 1986. Yeah, there was. In fact, we probably have, I bet we have at least 70% of everything shown here. Oh, I'm sure. In our collective catalogs. Oh, yeah. Mostly. Mostly, definitely. <laughs> so let's see, shall we? Get, Where were you in 1986? Where was I? I was, I was an eighth grader in middle school. That was the year that I very first heard Whiplash. Mm. And it was also the year that someone was telling me about this band from, you know, Scandinaviaville with this dude who sings higher than Rob Halford. Really? Who's that guy? His name's King Diamond. Never fucking heard of King Diamond. And then all of a sudden, I know who King Diamond is. Nice. I was in seventh grade. And I'm not going to lie, I was pretty much uh, still mourning the breakup of Van Halen and uh, listening to the Roth era Van Halen. Yes. And listening to uh, a lot of beastie boys at that time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was uh, six ish. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably about the same beastie boys and black Sabbath. Yeah. What combination, (laughs) especially with the beastie boys, there's some ironic tangential back shadowing right there. Yes. Ha ha ha. Anyway, so we're just going to kind of peruse through, stroll through, keep it loose and go through some of 1986's finest. Excellent. And some of these we've probably touched on before, gently. And some of these we may gently touch again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or we may manhandle it. What about the old somewhere in time? Oh, that is a fucking good one. 
That's a really good one. The funny thing is, is I didn't really get into that until after I got to high school. Oh, yeah. I didn't get into most of these at, on in 1986. Yeah. No. Unfor- yeah it was, unfortunately. It was ninth grade for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, it was ninth grade for me, too. When I heard, when I heard that one, actually, I think it might have been, fuck, it might have been 10th grade for me because I met Adam when he started high school in ninth grade. And so he had somewhere in time. And I'd heard like people talking about it and they had the tour shirts on and shit, you know, but I was like, I hadn't really heard it. And then I heard it and I was like, fuck, this is like one of my favorite Iron Maiden albums. It's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's literally one of my favorites, but it, it, the keyboards and the synths all got weirded out by the critics. And yeah. I think, I believe Mixon and I had, I think we were going to go, it was either this tour or it was the seventh son tour that would have been a cool tour too. i think we were supposed to go i'm pretty sure it was somewhere in time and something happened either he did something dumb or i did something dumb <laughs> and we were not allowed to go at that point <laughs> i'd be curious to know what the dumb thing was that you did that you weren't allowed uh, to. who knows <laughs> who knows well, uh russell did you have a particular pick or favorite pick reflecting on somewhere in time um, or were you big mate? Just the guitar dude. riff at the um, freaking the beginning of the song. I can't think right now. Wasted years. Yeah, wasted yeah. years. Oh yeah, that's the that's, that's the a, classic, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one though. That song's got legs and stays. Yeah, like it's still it, good. It's a good album. Oh yeah, it's solid for sure. It's through. it's start. You're right. It starts to get different at somewhere in time. Yeah. There's a more From textural change. Right. Yeah. And there's but a little more really stretching out. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And just looking at this list here, of course we have the mop, the master, master of, of puppets, of the master of the puppets. You cannot, you cannot not have that in a list about 1986. No, you just no. can't. That defined simply can't. 86, that and Rain and Blood. I mean, yeah, two, two arguably the two best heavy metal thrash albums ever. Terrible. Yeah. So. Sorry, that was a. Relatively on off mic burp with a slight bit of aftertaste. Liquid in there. A little bit of that too. No. <laughs> Here at Metal Nerdery, I like the tool and I love the helmet. That's right. Thank you very much. And it's out there. I love Capri Suns. <laughs> you know, and, and I want to just say right now, just so we know, um, Oh, damn, I fucked it up. <laughs> I, had a, I was like, okay, go for it, go for it. I know, it always happens. It always fucking happens. Hold on, come back to me. I can do better. It'll it'll, it'll come back. <laughs> Fuck. I, always. It's like I'll be talking, and it's like my brain will get ahead of itself. It's like, oh, wait, excuse me, excuse me. I got to say something. It's like, okay, what do you got to say? Here's the mic. You got it. It's all you. Um, I love the helmet. Fart. Uh, I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. So, so we got some peace cells. Yeah, that was also. Did you see? I never heard that before. I got it at all. I didn't hear it on MTV. I didn't hear it on the radio. I didn't hear it on somebody else's boombox. I heard never. I Kurt bought Loder. it sight unseen. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Loder. I heard it on Kurt Loder before I ever heard them. Just the the news clip. Yeah. I was always like, "What is that from?" I didn't even know that. I just knew about people. Were I didn't talking know about back it. in the day, but mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but, but but people were talking about it, and finally I, I bought it and heard it, and of course it opened with "Wake Up Dead," and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, 
and I was sold. Yep, yep, for sure. King Diamond, The Fatal Portrait. Yeah. Which we have not yet done a dive on that one. We started kind of out of order. But that's a very, very good one. The Rain and Blood. The Rain yeah. and Blood is a very, 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 very well, some 29 of that, Minutes of Bliss. Good we'll, one. We'll listen to that one today, as a matter of fact and fact. Fact and fact. <laughs> fact and it's a new festival we're doing out there in Europe. You know, they got whacking. We got facking. We're going to be doing it here in uh, in the States. Hey, guys, this is uh, Millie's backline support manager. Yeah, I, uh, I'm like his marinara guy. Anyway, yeah, we're going to be doing facking here in the States. Probably like in Florida, like the Southeast maybe. But yeah, look for us. Facking 2021. Gross. Doomsday for the Deceiver. That was good. I like the Flotsam, though. I love that album. I'm not as familiar with that one. That's a good album. That would be the only uh, Jason Newstead Flotsam and Jetsam album, the one that he was on. Yeah. He wrote some for uh, No Place for the Disgrace, which came after that. <laughs> Piper. Dog. Dog wants to be part of the podcast. Black dog. Black dog. But yeah, that's, a, that's one with Jason Newstead. It's almost got a weird maiden kind of feel, just with the way he plays mm. bass, you know, but it's... It's killer. There's some killer, killer, killer shit on there. Pleasure to kill. Creator. Yeah, it was one of my first like post salad bar albums. It was a really good one for me. It was a big one. What? Yeah, it was probably back before Millie hit the hit the big time. The Dark Angel. Darkness descends. That's a good one. Quite. Sepulchre of Morbid Visions. You know what? I never really heard that one. Like no. I heard, I heard schizophrenia, and then I, beneath the remains, everybody was talking about it at school. But uh, I never really heard morbid visions. Metal Church, the dark, the dark, just fucking awesome. It is awesome. They they were kind of my intro into the thrash. You know? Oh really? Yeah, it kind of went Metal Church first. That was because uh, Christopherson. He was really into Metal Church. Was it the uh, Watch the Children Pray video? I don't even remember seeing a video before Tommy was playing them. Oh, you know, really? He'd crank it up at his house. And uh, that's really kind of what led me down the dark path that started with the church. Face Warning, The Awakened the Guardian. I like the prog metal, so. Yeah, I like Face Warning. You guys warning. are too big into that, but. So who got Tommy into all this metal? I don't know. It seems like you. Him and uh, Tim were listening to a lot of stuff. I wonder where they got it from. Don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. We'll have to have those fuckers in here. Yeah, we'll have to uh, yeah. get those fuckers over here. Perhaps maybe Metal Bane brought them an early Christmas gift. It's <laughs> entirely be. possible. Could be. Orgasmatron. I remember the first time I saw the video. The first time I saw the video for Me and Machine. Uh huh. I was like, holy shit. Now I understand why all these thrash guys are so fucking into Motorhead. Yeah. Because at that point, I hadn't even heard Ace of Spades yet. So when I saw the video for Me and Machine, which. I don't know how easily that can be pulled up by our lovely and talented producer. But that that's that tune was killer. I was looking up morbid visions, morbid visions, and also rage for order by my former band Queensrÿche. Hi, this is Geoff Tate. Look for my new autobiography, Scream from the Balls, twenty twenty one. I know I said it was going to come out in twenty twenty, but you know, COVID. <laughs> it's my new band, COVID Reich. That's enough out of you.
definitely raw as shit. Kind of always has like that old school hardcore vibe to it. Yeah. Drums are in your face. Oh yeah. This sounds like it was recorded in the garage with like <laughs> it really does. Just <laughs> concrete bare walls and sheetrock. <laughs> It's like turn it off now. <laughs> can we can we hear a little bit of the meme machine, Billiam? Which is uh I guess also fitting considering we just celebrated the passing of not passing, I guess really it was the birthday, wasn't it, of, of Mr. Lemmy Kilmister? Not the green machine. No. The meme <laughs> you guys remember machine. the green machine? No. The green machine, the big wheel? I fucking oh, had one yeah. of those. It was <laughs> there awesome. You go, yeah. Yeah. Just to make cars that fun. I never got one. Oh, Dude. How, how dare you? I know. When we get huge and like go platinum in podcast world, you're gonna have to buy one. I'll, you know what? I'll buy you one with my royalties. I, I watched this show. I forget what it was. One of those custom bike shows that comes on the Velocity Channel or something. It was a while ago, but they made one. They made a big like chopper. Oh like, yeah. Machine. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. And it even had the way you steered it. Like, yeah. <laughs> the cream machine. Yeah. They made, they made like a trike. A trike. Yeah. All right. What am I looking for? Mean Machine. If you can't find it on the album, there's a. I think the video for it on, on the Headbangers Ball was like Motherhead. a concert video. Motherhead. <laughs> What's the album? That's what Dad calls it. Orgasmatron. And go. just noticed one up there that is also very tangentially related to the Metallica, the Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, the Ultimate Sin. Ultimate yeah. Sin, yeah. I remember when I first heard the title track, the opening, with those drums and the feedback and the down tune, you know, tuned down guitar. I was like, holy fucking shit. Oh, shit. Yngwie was that Trilogy, yeah. That was a that that's, was also a killer one. That's my favorite song. I, I know Billy's only got two Yngwie tentacles to work the, with. The trilogy suite. Well, that that whole instrumental was just everything about it. It had everything you could possibly want in mm-hmm. an instrumental. But the Ozzy thing, I just thought it was cool because that uh, Ultimate Sin, that was the one that the tour. The- Hello. That's the new one by uh, <laughs> a prog band from Chile. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're from Italy. Did it anyway. <laughs> huh. I you out there, didn't I? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that dude? It's like harmonics, man, that like Dimebag did from heaven. It's like we only could just hear it because we were listening uh, to Metal Nerdery. Oh yeah, this is this is the year I started to hate Def Leppard too. Yeah. <laughs> Russ is like <laughs> Russ is gazing longingly at the slippery when wet album cover and he's yeah. thinking like 
Yeah, this this is about the time when I started to dislike a lot of bands. Dislike. Uh, well, th- if and you guys remember this, I'm sure you remember this probably from school, because there was a time where it was like, you know what? No, we can't listen to anything else. I don't care how metal you are. If you're not thrash, fuck off. Right. And that used to be the mentality. Yeah. And then it started getting like. Well, man, you know, jazz is kind of like thrash, dude, and it's kind of like really like out no, there. That was Frank. That was, that was Frank that said that. <laughs> Nobody else said that. <laughs> that was him. I never said that. <laughs> no. No. Well, well <laughs> my, you know, I still like Guns N' Roses, and you know, they they were still sleazy enough to to be liked. You know, they were like a modern people. day. I like, didn't even know they had an album. And no, they did. Well, that did. Appetite came out in '86, didn't it? '87. Oh, I thought they re-released. I thought they released it and then re-released. <laughs> they it. re-released it in '86 before it was released in '87. Yeah. They time traveled back forward, chatting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back forward, half shadowing. <laughs> Ozzy rolls, come on. <laughs> JR. That is fucking awesome. From Dallas. This is when that show was popular. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Wow. Oh, you see that remote controller there? Describe what he looked like during this time. He said he looked like a truck driver in drag. It's kind of sick. Yeah, I saw something where he was watching one of his old videos. He was like, I look like a truck driver in drag. <laughs> I gotta say, the, the suit look with the cowboy boots and the hat does kind of suit him. And the long hair, yeah. Yeah, it's like. It's like, hey, you know, all of you can fuck off. There's that bitch from the album cover. I'm guessing she must have cocaine in her vagina because that's the look Ozzy has on his face. Like, what the fuck is happening here? Uh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to trouble you about the intro. It's just, it, that's one of those intros. No, that, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That That's definitely a CBLE when intro. Stick your back. When you stick your back? Yeah. No. Not when you back. stick your back. It is what voodoo people do. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you when you put the nineteen eighty six helmet on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you wear get. the helmet. <laughs> when you wear the stuff helmet. I don't know. I I never heard of Ma- Manila Road. I don't know what that is. Well, that's actually you know what? The, Before you go to that, uh, I just wanted to say, just as a side note. Just because I thought it was funny. There was a dude I went to school with. He wasn't a dude I jammed with, but <laughs> he was he was a dude I went to school with. And he called, I, I guess maybe he might have, maybe his pronunciation was different. But he referred to Ingve Malmsteen's trilogy as triology. And for a minute, I was like, that's oh, you, a cool You told name. the story, yeah. I was like, that's a cool name for an album. And I looked at the letters. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think it's pronounced like that. <laughs> But I kind of went with it, and so now whenever I hear it, I'm like, Triology. That's, that's yeah, fucking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds dumb, but... Trilogy. Trilogy. All right, Russ, you ready? Sure. Manila Road. Uh, 
a drummer doing? <laughs> no. Drummer is busy. All right, I'm good. That's like super. <laughs> that's like super fraud level almost. I guess that's probably kind of in that uh, sabotage wheelhouse, maybe. Yeah, kind of ish. Kind of progressive ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about Sarathon Goal? Oh yeah, we played that one. Well, you know, well, you know, we well, Isn't that we can't, a city in Lord of the Rings. Where is that? Where is that? Uh, one foot, one foot in, hell. in hell. Oh yeah, not as yeah. good as a forbidden one foot in hell, but still one foot in hell. I kinda, I'm kind of starting to dig the Sirathon Gaul. It's like one, it's like one of my new favorite things I'm growing into. Is that a Lord of the Rings thing? I think it is. I think we might have talked about that on a older episode, but I can't remember. It's a cave they had to go into to get all the ghost people to come help and return to It adds to the reverb. It's kind of special. Okay. It's kind of bug or something. That's a big bug. (laughs) That looks like uh, if Alien had an abortion and it came back to life, that's what it looks like. (laughs) Jesus. It's alien. It's fictional. And then... I just wanted to make a comment. I know I've said this before on the show, but uh, Seventh Star by Black Sabbath came out in 86, which, while we may or may not play it here on the Metal Nerdery, eventually we will when we're like 70. Who is the singer? Uh, That would be the Glenn Hughes, who was with Deep Purple. And Tony did not want to release it as a formal Black Sabbath album because he was the only official Black Sabbath member. But they did it anyway because I guess they figured that Black Sabbath has more name brand attraction than just Tony Island. Where where was everyone else? Uh, At this point, everyone was gone. This was the album after Born Again. Hmm. Which was, you know, Deep Sabbath or Black Purple, depending on how you look at that. Sure. <laughs> but Did this, this was the album playing with Ozzy again at some point in the late eighties. Yeah, I think kind of he toured with him some. Yeah. There was Did a period he? there where he, oh. I think Geezer toured. But on that though, that was the album that we recorded our demo at the same ah, studio. Oh, the, yeah. That was the Tony Omi yeah. Ghost Farts I was talking Ghost about Farts, before. Yes. So. Huh? There you go. And maybe even maybe 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 it's a big fucking maybe huge. But maybe <laughs> gigantic. Maybe Tony Iommi's finger jam wax ghosts from his thimbles might have also haunted the studio too. So <laughs> thimble ghosts. <laughs> yeah, the thimble ghosts might have. Yeah, yeah. I know. Hey guys, it's Millie. I, I used to clean out his thimbles after after every show on his tour. You know, on this tour on the 1986 uh, Seven Star tour. But you know, after that, I started working with creators. So you know, but yeah, you know, his thimbles get kind of gooey every night. It's I don't know if his fingers come or what, but it's disgusting. It's gross. gross. Uh, uh, Bad brains. This right here was the beginning <laughs> of the nonsense right here. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to play a smidgen no. just to fuck with people? No. <laughs> oh, God yeah. damn. <laughs> Yeah. Slippery when wet. 
I'll surprise yeah. him in the show notes. Was he a cowboy on that album? Oh my god, dude, he had like some heavy songs, bro. Shut up. And look <laughs> what the fucking cat right uh, now. Oh no. What about Striper? To hell with the devil. No. That was a good one. No, now I see a good one. I see nuclear ass. Game over. Yeah, that that's was a good assault. One. Actually, that's Not actually ass. a good. Uh, Unless you're into nuclear ass. <laughs> Which, if uh, you have the COVID and you've lost your sense of taste and smell, you can eat a shitload of wings and you can have nuclear ass. That's right. It's a nuclear assault. I remember the, I forget the name of the song, but Striper had a video off of that album. To Hell the Devil? Devil? Yeah. I think I remember that song. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I had Beyond the Gates. Possessed. I did. You know, uh, Larry Lawn was 16 when, wow. was, when they made that album. Really? He was 16 years old. Damn. Yeah. I was re-watching one of my thrash documentaries again the other day, and I, that came out. I was like, holy yeah, shit. Sure. He said he was in high school, wow. walking down the halls, and people were like, hey, man, got your album? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so That'd, be That'd be fucking killer, man. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome. Of course, we had The Wasp. That was a good album. I know, I, I know Adam was big into that one. I wasn't really big into it or very familiar with it, but I always kind of liked Wasp. I, I dug Wasp too. They were kind of like in that. To me, they were kind of like Dio in a way, like in that weird middle ground, kind of between hard Almost rock between and metal. Kiss and Dio to me. Kiss really? Yeah. For some reason, I always kind of got a Kiss vibe from mm. from Black. Sorry, Bill's over there wincing every time he hears it. It's like, Ugh. let's do a Kiss album now. <laughs> Oh my god! You want to hear me throw up the whole time? <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Dynasty. Let's do a dive on Dynasty. <laughs> oh my god! Or what was the elder? <laughs> I want to do one on Dynasty. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, that would be awful. Nice. I don't songs. even know what's on that one. That was a great album. I Night songs it. was yeah. cool. I really liked that album when it came out. Oh, can we hear somebody save me? I know this is mostly thrash and bills over there like, God, kiss, hair metal, Jesus. But something about that tune, I remember when I heard it, Russell, you may have remembered it when you saw the video for it. It had like a different feel. It was like, all right, I know this is metal. I know it's more in the hair metal space, but it was a little more abrasive, I thought. <laughs> we did uh it was kind of like astroglide with sandpaper mixed in you know it was we did a, a cinderella song off that album not terribly long ago i'm trying to sing that guy ouch well it's just like doing kind of like brian johnson <laughs> get you some get a black <laughs> <laughs> see it's the same thing Hold on. jesus <laughs> it's a black dog a black dog <laughs> <laughs> it's barking at the evil inside of the hypnotizing box. The box that steals your soul and monitors your actions. Man, as you keep scrolling, I just forget about all these great albums that came out that year. Oh, good. So we don't have to torture anybody with right. uh, So I guess Ixnay on the Eight Songs, Eight Nay Ongs Say. Oh, here, all right, here you go. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, the fucking twins. My goodness. Perky. You remember this video, Russell. Don't say you don't. I don't remember it. Russell does. I know he fucking does. Oh, we did Nobody's Fool. 
That was good, but it was slower. This one was just rocking. We are not going to okay, torture guys, our listeners. Uh, the only thing is, it's still the chorus is pulling a little bit. As soon as we fix that, we go. <laughs> Here's the girl from Cinderella. <laughs> Oh, I love that Kramer. You remember this shit. Pacer. Because <laughs> people had this Some great video. guitar. God, I wish I had that guitar. Oh. I will. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. a good rock and roll album. Well, it kind of was more like, that sounded like CBLE style. We'll put that on volume three, maybe. Unless yeah. we've already had it on one or two. Yeah, probably not. And then you got the Priest. Turbo. Probably my least favorite Priest album. That seemed like that one got a lot of mixed. That was almost like the caught somewhere in, or the somewhere in time of Judas Priest. Like some people, fans were into it, but then a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Because I think that was when they started using keyboards. Yeah. The 80s. Ooh. Well, okay, we discovered new technology. Let's use it on everything, mm-hmm. which is what they basically did. But I don't think it was as keyboard heavy as they made it out to be, personally. It, really, the song itself is the one that... Uh, the, tur- the title track, Turbo? Yeah. yeah. There were some good tunes on that. A lot of good tunes on that. The Van Halen, the 5150. Of course, you can check out our tribute to the EVH. That's a good There's a lot of good ones on that. There were oh, a yeah. lot of good songs. You know, I like it. Even, that album stood up over time. I, yeah. I like it a lot like better a now than I did when it came out. But, sure. Um, stood up. Eat Em and Smile. Freaking great album. The beginning yeah. of Steve Vai's awesomeness. Yeah. I had that tape. Yeah. Do you remember any of the old, what was it, Alcatraz? He was in. Him and Ingve were both, I think, in Alcatraz both. at one point in time. Yeah. I heard some of the old stuff he did, like with Frank Zappa, which is also very weird. Hey, that worked out perfect. The, quarrel, the age of quarrel. Ooh, can we hear a little Chromax? God. Hard times, baby. Hard times. Is that on that album? Yeah. The age of quarrel? Yeah. From the Chromax. I thought I was going to get my head shaved when I went and saw them. Really? Uh huh. You should have. They played with uh, Overkill at the Metroplex. Oh, man. I bet that show was fucking sweet. It was brutal. Was it? Yeah. And it was half Was it like long hairs and skin and half long hairs? Oh, shit. I think, I, I think our only saving grace was the drummer of the cro had long hair. I think that's the only reason we didn't get our head shaved. But, that, <laughs> but that's what's so fucked up is that, you know, in a weird way, like thinking back to like the 90s and Pantera, like I remember it seemed like, I think Phil even alluded to it on uh, the Underground in America off Trinkill. You know, kind of blending like the skinhead hardcore movement with the metal movement. It's like that's ultimately what Pantera kind of turned into. But it's, yeah. you know, thinking about hearing shows like that where it's like, oh shit, there's going to be a fucking rumble here. You know, come on, pony boy, save me. Perfect timing. Guys were the kings of like the two minute songs. Simple. Sometimes it's all you need. (laughs) 
least like their logo. That could be some serious, can't be loud enough action. Oh, yeah. They, they can get you pumped up. And when they play that reference. stuff live, it's... Yeah. They meant that shit. <laughs> I think All they're right, still Harley, doing shit. Uh, they... Harley sang when I went and saw him live. They had a singer on that album, I believe. It, it wasn't Harley, but uh, the bass player was singing when I went to see him. And that was a mean, crazy-looking dude. I mean, he had like a, like a bat tattoo or something on his chest. This huge tattoo on his chest. He was a real stocky guy. He wasn't a big guy, but he, real stocky. He like he would kill you for extra yeah, gravy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd kill you for extra yeah. gravy. You going to eat your cornbread? <laughs> yeah. I won't uh, But, yeah, they were uh, they were intense and uh, and really uh, fun. I mean, it was a fun show good to watch. But High energy show. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. Let's see what Billiam's looking at. The Sodom. Obsessed by cruelty. Let's see, I don't know. Were they uh, kind of... Part of the right. German Big Four, I think. Okay. All right. I know. So they're right up there, like, with destruction and creator. Yeah. They're Sodom's part of it. I can okay. always, it's, what is it? It's creator, Sodom, destruction. And destruction. It's just the big three. Or it's the German three. It's the big German three. <laughs> Killer album cover. Death like silence. It's almost got that black metal production quality, but it's also yeah. got yeah. fierceness to it. It's fucking moving. Rocking those Korean amps. The BC Rich bitch. I always thought that was cool. Hey, mom, can I have a guitar? Sure, honey. What would you like? I want a bitch. Honey, okay. I don't really think you want that. And so Warlock. We, Warlock. Warlock, whose lead singer is the lovely and talented Doro Pesh. Oh, that was Doro Pesh's man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yes. I'm dumb. Yeah. All right. She was Angel like Lena Ford, but heavier. Angel Dice, don't know them. Tesla Mechanical Resonance. I know that's not, we're not going to, I know we're not even going to pull that up. I love that. I think album. it's a great album. It's, to me, that's like a perfect 1986 album. You know how sometimes we've hold talked on, about Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It's not Kiss, Bill. Stop. It's not Thrash. I know. Perfect 1986 album. Not Master Puppets or Rain and Blood, but. I'm Tesla. Not, I'm not saying it overrides <laughs> everything else. I'm <laughs> saying it, for me, it was that a perfect might, 1986. That album. might be curtains for you. Wapa. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just kidding. Tesla sucks. Anyway. <laughs> 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 no, they do not suck. Onslaught: The Force. I didn't have that one. I had Power from Hell. How was Onslaught? I'm- Horrible. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you. No, they're we not, have nothing they're but not positive terrible. feedback to no. offer here on Metal Nerd. No, they were. Um, yeah, they were good. I mean, it was like dark black metal, kind of, not black metal, almost black metal. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. Like black metal posers, maybe. No, no, they were mm. they were total devil guys, man. They were all, <laughs> devil guys. Yeah. Man, they were total devil guys, dude. I'm fucking for real. You are number. 
dude had like horns coming out of his head. I think he got him implanted like a tattoo pearl or something. <laughs> we played him. I thought. Uh, who? Uh, what, what? The Force? I the thought, uh, not that one. I, I thought we played something from Power from Hell a while back on the. Maybe that was the '85. Perhaps. Uh, yep. Check out our 1985 episode. Right, Crumbsuckers. So pulled up some thrash. Thrash, yeah. I think Billiam was getting a little weirded out by my uh, like of Tesla. No, like, oh my God, Tesla grows gay. I can't <laughs> get to it now. Razor. Candlemas. How about a little of the King Diamond? How about it? How, How about, about a little of the Fatal Portrait? Specifically, Haunted is a good song. That Possessed album cover was awesome, though. It opened up. And it the one when Larry was 16. Not yeah. a cable guy? Yeah. And he was young and tender. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't tender. He's just young. He's just King Diamond. Arms. Haunted. The King Diamond Haunted Fatal Portrait. Al Pacino. Pretty darn. Al Pacino? Al Pacino. Pacino. (laughs) Hal Patino. Patino. Hal Patino, man. Yeah, that album, the Beyond the Gates. Beyond the Gates. Shall we give it 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 opens like where that mouth is and the whole thing opens and it was like hell. It was spooky. Nice. Yeah, I was just I I had this and I'm looking at it on eBay night right now and it's selling for like seventy five bucks. I'm like, fuck Wow. Should have kept it. That was hanging up in Tommy's that was hanging up in Tommy's Tommy's what? Oh yeah. Uh, where we when we practiced at Tommy's house, we opened that album up and hung it up like a poster. Cool. Well, sounds yeah. like you did an autopsy on it. It's like, yeah, we opened it up and well, hung it, it up like a poster. Wait, what? Opens. It was crazy. Holy shit, there was a band called Angel Dust, Into the pa- into the Dark Past. What a great name for a band, Angel Dust. Hey, man, we're PCP at a... Crumbsuckers, they were punk, right? Arkansas. Crumbsuckers was kind of... Thra- I think they were almost sort of crossovers or something. Yeah. Kind of DRI. I think we might have covered them on a recent one. I was always curious about Whiplash, specifically the band, considering that we already knew about the Metallica tune, but not the band. But again, Billy only has so many usable tentacles over there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going into Angel Dust, Into the Dark Path. 
podcast. That's not the singer, that was me. Sorry. Is this what weddings sound like in hell, do y'all think? I think it is. Hey, y'all, it's Selma Bay. Happy New Year, (laughs) y'all. Praise him. He makes mushrooms and they're delicious. For your mind. Gonna pass the offer plate or what? What the fuck's gonna happen? No, I was gonna and go. (laughs) Oh, this is much better. Why would you say that? Fucking boring, dude. That sounds like trash. I like that. That was worth the intro. Yeah. It sounds sounds like 1986. It sounds like 1986, but it's like for me that singer's kind of boring. That, but it sounds like what you would expect an intro from a 1986 metal album, thrash metal album, to sound like. Right. To me, that was just perfect timing. Like the dog barked like right when that played. (laughs) It's like there's all kinds of perfect timing going on here, Mount Nerdry. Tankard zombie attack. Tankard, wasn't, they were the other one, weren't they? The other one what? The other, the... Oh, maybe. Tech Teutonic, was it the Teutonic 4? <laughs> I think that's it. I think that was it. No, I think Hodges had it right. Destruction, Sodom, and Creator. Yes. Thank you very much. Shout out to our boy Sigmar, 1973. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm going to go home and listen to that one tonight. Yeah, that's a good one. Some Tankard. Digging it. Some Zombie Attack. Candle Mask. What else do we have in 1996? The accused. Nice. The return of Martha. M is for Martha. I remember. I don't know who Rage is, but they have a really the Martha. The return of Martha. Is it like Martha Splatter Shield or something like that? Splatterhead. 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 Splatter Shield. The return of Martha Splattercooch. Holy Moses! Never heard of them. They toured with Splattercooch back in the early 80s. There's really a band called Holy Moses. Well, why not? This be Martha. 
this is early. And you can almost understand him pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely hear that 1986-ness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was reading or watching something recently that showed that Duff was tangentially related. That'd be the Duff McKagan of the Guns and the Roses. Yeah. I think we talked about that on Yeah, he played in the farts with Blaine. Farts. It's so ridiculous. And the fags. There were the fags and the That's farts. That's right. The fags and the farts. Both. 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 Well, shall we just for... I like the album cover. Is that Reign of Fear? Rage? Rage. Never heard of them. Uh, well, That's he, Bella Lugosi, though, isn't it? I don't know, man. I didn't know her back in the day. Oh, darling, thank you. <laughs> I'll have you down at the rib, rib lounge, and we'll uh, we'll let you... We'll let you be our resident waitress bringing everybody. Hey, y'all, this is Ron down here at the Rib Lounge. The lovely and talented Doro, not from Warlock, brought me another cool slide. <laughs> so I appreciate it there, Doro. I, you're lovely and talented just Sir, like you are. I appreciate that, honey. <laughs> you know what? Could you open it for me? Just to- <laughs> <laughs> I tried too far, y'all. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm going to open this for Matt. I had to get back to work. Venom? Yeah. Einklein Nachtmusik. That sounds like a bunch of German stuff you just said, man. It is. I I don't. You know what? Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something, man? I don't understand a fucking word of what you just said to me, man. (laughs) You know why? Because I don't fucking speak Venom, bro. Me either, man. I was just reading. Holy shit. Did Venom go all like artsy? <laughs> Is that Venom? Yeah. That's the beginning of it. It was a big, it was a Oh. It's getting dark. It sounds like poor pigs. What do you want to hear? I think this was a live album. Yeah. Yeah, I had this. It was in that big. Yeah, man. Generals gather in your masses. We get it. <laughs> I guess this is a live album. Yeah. And just when you think they can't sound any worse, they make a live album. <laughs> 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 Did get Eddie Kramer to fly anything in? Uh, I would have loved to see that live. Venom. Yeah. I would have felt so much better about my guitar abilities. <laughs> I mean, they you can probably do it. still can see them live. I think your tour now is Venom Inc. But yeah, but still no, uh, no Kronos. Not the same. No, they don't have Kronos singing. 
Hope would be the. I guess that'd be like going to see Led Zeppelin without Robert Plant, right? Yeah, like going to see Slayer like without. That. <laughs> <laughs> more like going to see Slayer without Tom. No, <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> well, I respect uh, everything Venom did for for the metal. Uh, I just. Never yep. really respected their abilities behind their <laughs> instruments. Recording ability? <laughs> yeah, or the recording. Man, abilities. I respected everything they did, except for their the attitude. The attitude, the, the, you know. But yeah, I actually, uh, one of my favorite song, metal songs is a Venom song. I like Buried Alive. I love that song. But, but Russell, that was not 1986. No, it was not. One might say that was before. How is Eve? Is that a, that's a Georgia band. They're from Georgia. Thought they had some tangentiality. Yeah, they're from Atlanta. I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you for Metal Notary Quiz Show. Yeah. How about some Saint Vitus? Saint Vitus? Saint Vitamins? Don't know what that is. Uh, uh, that would be on the Stoner Metal. In '86, though. Pre-Stoner Metal. Just called Metal by Pan. That's right. We liked it. We were thankful for it, y'all. This is the St. Vitus. Which is the team, William. It's off Born Too Late. That's the tune, Born Too Late. Right on, man. Six minutes long. Holy cow. Well, they're kind of like Stoner of Doom, kind of also tangentially related to the. At that uh, pace, it's uh, six minutes before you start singing. I'm sorry, seven minutes. <laughs> it's the only Stoner album that gets longer. All right, so let's uh, stroll through some of these if they're not on there. Well, newly formed bands in 1986. You had 24-7 Spies. Bolt uh, Thrower. M.O.D. Some honorable mentions there. Yeah, Bolt Thrower. Prom. Mucky Pup. Skid Row. Trauma. Guessing probably not the same trauma as uh, the Clifford Burton was no. in. No. Albums and Eps. Who made who? EPs. It's hey, I like that one. one. That was a good one. Yeah. How can you not like the Akadaka? Akadaka. Akadaka. Angel Witch. Yeah, we used to do covers from them back in the day. It was like, you know, before I got into gum, it's like we were really big. Hey, hey y'all, this is Lodz. We used to be really big into like Angel Witch. Bad Brains. Bad Brains is definitely kind of a off the beaten path. Billy Idol, Whiplash Smile. Oh, Beowulf. Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Beowulf, the Black Sabbath, the Seventh Star. We already talked about that one. Bon Jovi, slippery when wet. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Fox, in America, app. That's EP, dumbass. <laughs> Tony McAlpine, Edge of Insanity. Okay. I had that one. You did? No, that's not the one I had. Tony McAlpine was like a super shred. Yeah. Super shredder. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Stan's sister. He was a huge <laughs> super shredder from way back in the 70s and 80s. Sorry. That was funny. 
certainly was. <laughs> Silly goose. Hey, dog thoughts, sir. Diamond. Dia. Are we trying to find something to? Oh yeah, yep. The take inter- us out. The intermission. No, I'm just or intermissioning. Stroll- intermissioning. Strolling. Hey, fucking Exciter had an album unveiling right. the wicked. You know what? Can't just just because it's on the list. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's put a pin in Exciter because I okay. feel like let's put a pin in there. I feel like we need to hear some Exciter at some uh, point. Let's spat it that way. What about Girl School? Anybody? It's not the same one. Weren't they like a all girl like like thrash or tried to be kind of like heavier? In girl School? I don't think they were like Great White. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Great White was a Led Zeppelin cover band. Yeah, Guns N' Roses. Live. Live on Suicide. EP. Yeah, I think they re-released that later on the... I uh, realized they were still they were around at that point. GNR Lies. Well, they were probably still early at that point. Because remember they put out... Uh, was it Appetite for Destruction? They put out GNR Lies, which had live shit from that on it. Yeah. Live like a suicide. Some racks. The Maiden, of course. Sacred Right. Keel. Sacred Right had an album. This is nothing sacred. Oh, sacred. Oh, different man. Sacred right. <laughs> Killer With dwarfs. a T. Sacred yes. right. <laughs> As in Sam Haynes. The crocus. How do you crocus. actually say that? What, crocus? No, Sam Haynes. It's not how you pronounce it's it. Like Sal-Wayne Sal-Wayne like it's like Sawane or something like that. It's like got a silent W. Saw the best. I'll, I'll, Fucking dumb. I'll send y'all the links. I saw the... Some funny parodies this morning. But who's buying? Some funniness. The peace sells. And it was uh, Danzig, but it was Jason singing Mother. <laughs> <laughs> he had the Jason mask on. Well done. I'll send it to you. I almost want to hear. I don't know. If, I don't know if Billy's going to play it because it's tangentially related to Kiss. But Russell, as a guitar player, you have to admit. Postmortem. Vinnie Vincent invasion. There was something very 1986 about that. Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mean, there it is. I don't. I think people need. To, <laughs> I think people need to hear. I had that tape. I had a cassette. Tape I had it that. too. I fucking yeah. wore it the fuck out. Dude, shred. I mean, he was a badass guitar. I'm like, I'm like, okay, can we get Bill to play? Boys are gonna rock. Hey, quite right. Three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Is it as good as Van Halen 3? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you talking to me? <laughs> Quite right, 3. That Does that rank up there with Zeppelin 3 or Van Halen, or Van Halen 3? Which one? Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Maybe Van Halen 3. What did you want me to play? Something by... I was going to say Boys Are Gonna Rock by Vinnie Vincent Invasion just because it's so... It, for those of you too young to remember the 80s, the 80s were all about excess. That's why cocaine was so popular in the 80s. Everything was about excess. Vinnie Vincent took the whole shredding thing to its maximum to the point where it was almost like, holy shit, dude, can you go any faster? And he yeah. did it basically. He took Kiss to the next level, basically, is what he did. He liked They were ex- a better band with him in it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I'll say that for sure. <laughs> This looks extremely G-A-Y. Just uh, yeah. J-A-Y. G-H-E-Y. Spirit J. Great. <laughs> Wait till oh, you hear the yeah, guitar. Yeah. Watch that video. 
Russell remembers. Oh, yeah. Reminds me of Aldo Nova. It's like Aldo Nova on acid. Yeah. Steroids. And speed. Can you fucking play that? I don't think so. Alright, that's all. You can cut it now. He's a what? He's a sick shooter. He's got six balls. You know that you're never going to make it as a singer if you sing for a band other than Van Halen where the guitar player is the name of the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you sing for, uh, Vinnie Vincent? Right. Oh. Yeah. You're never going to have your own. So you're telling me there's a chance. Your own, you're never going to have your own thing. Yeah. You're never going to have your own thing. <laughs> your that's own for thing. Sure. I mean, you'll have your own stuff, but you won't, you'll be, you'll always be that dude's singer. Yeah. I say, oh, Satan into the Satan. future. Uh, because give, I've got to, mister. Shall we give <laughs> Satan a listen? Let's see if Satan has any idea what the fucking future looks like. Don't deny the power of Satan. Yeah, absolutely not. This message brought to you by Satan. Satan. got a band. Well, I mean, Venom's at war with him. Stand up for himself. Into the future. Satan. It's like Motor Maiden. Motor Maiden. Okay, well, I gotta hear. I gotta hear Satan yeah. sing. <laughs> you do not sound like Satan. That's not what Satan sounds like. It's kind of like '86-ish thrash. Yeah, it should have been King Diamond-ish. That's what it should have been. Like King Diamond. That would have been Satan-ish. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that cover. I'm thinking Mushroom Cloud. Yeah. Okay. One of their kids finger painted in Mushroom Cloud. <laughs> I think it has potential. It definitely has that kind of metal sounding 86. If you put your 1986 hat on, it definitely yeah. has that kind of vibe to it. No, I, did, I, I liked it. Sounded sounded metal-ish. Joe Cetriani. Sabotage Not of this Brothers. earth. Is that the one? Which one was Not that? of this earth had... Uh, Not even. Satch Boogie? No, it was the one before Surfing with the Alien. It had... Oh, what the fuck is that song? I, um, I forgot Surfing with the Alien. I've got a bootleg of that tour. Oh, The Crush of Love. That's what it was. Cool. It was a, That was... Because that was like the first official Joe Satriani album. <laughs> Shark Island? Shark Island. <laughs> Scuba. Yeah, I got a Satriani bootleg. It's pretty rad. Storm yeah. Witch, I've heard of them. I feel like no. Bill really wants to hear some Striper. <laughs> girl, no. you, girl, you tripping? He girl, wants to hear. He wants to hear TKO, which is also tangentially related to Kiss. Yes, hi. This is Gene Tiger. Simmons from Kiss. Tigers of Poontang. They were pretty badass. You think they wanted to call themselves Tigers of Poontang? Probably. And just kind of pussy it <laughs> out at the last minute. Wow! Wow! Vulcan. Vulcan. White tiger, not at all like white lion. Ooh, how about uh, 
Yes. Sorry, I fell off the. Hey, Wendy Williams. Yeah. How about that? Post plasmatics. Post plasmatics. Post. I was almost going to say, should we sign off with. Yes, I know what we're going to sign off with. 1986. Uh, I bet I know what it is. Dun, 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 dun. I bet I know what it is. Bill is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shut up and let him work his producer magic. Yes, sir. Yes. And a question. Do you want to die? Not yet. Maybe later. The way the blitter rushed in the air, pounding at the walls of life, turning out my sanity, reaching back into my mind, I'll rise your from the grave, showing new reality. What I am, what I want, I'm only after death. Perfect definition. What's the forecast for the next few days? Tell us. Rainy blood from a lacerated sky. 
Thank you, Tom, for that field report. Oh, sounds so like glorious. Sounds like it's really coming down out there. <laughs> Who knows? 2021 might be like 20... I almost get the feeling 2021 is going to be like about to ask 2020 to say, you know what? Hold my beer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it rain blood. It would almost be cool just to see it. I mean, I don't want to actually see anybody die from it, but if it's like shitty people that, you know, have already died, that it's like, you know what? Yeah, let, let their blood let their blood rain from a lacerated sky. I think that's fair. It'd be a cool apocalyptic thing. I mean, why not? You know, I mean, we've got toilet paper. We've got a disease everybody's scared of with a devastating recovery rate. Why not blood raining from the sky? Or can we get frogs? They had frogs and fucking magnolia. How about fucking frogs? Or meatballs. But I see, like meatballs. <laughs> meatballs are delicious. I go with Bill. <laughs> if it's raining meatballs and it's got to be raining marinara, can we at least fucking agree on that? Okay. I like, I like marinara too. <laughs> you smoke what? Look, son, just say no to marinara, all right? (laughs) Don't put that shit in your bong now. It'll. All right, that 1986, fellas. That was a lot of fun. That was a blessing. Thank you all for listening and joining us for this trek into the world of 1986. Thank you for the lovely, intelligent Billiam for doing research on the fly back there. And we're going to bid you guys a farewell because I've got a frost urgently. So thank you for listening. Keep supporting metal. Keep listening to metal. Keep listening to us. Hey, guys, this is Laws. Real quick, buy their shit. Go to uh, metalnotary.com slash merch. Thanks, Lars. Appreciate it. Anyway, until the next. Until the next. Until the next. We're out of here. Later. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Matt from Metal Nerdery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Like us. Share us with a friend. We are at Metal Nerdery Podcast. That is at Metal Nerdery Podcast. You can follow along with the show on metalnerdery.com slash episodes.